0: babies and welcome to top of the muffin tia where i read your secrets anonymously as always i will be your host crotch muffin enjoy the show thank god for you crotch muffin like i don't know if you'll ever even see this but something about just writing this out is making me feel so much better Well, surprise little baby. I'm reading it right now as we speak. Surprise. (laughs) Okay. So like (laughs) I'm an accountant and not the accountant that works with numbers. If you know what I mean. Well, unless I'm counting my money. (laughs) Okay. So for those of you that are like, um, what's an accountant? Like I'm so confused and no, we're not talking about like, let's do your taxes accountant. Accountant is like slang for like sexy work. So whether that's like an OnlyFans or like a dancer, whatever it is, she's an accountant and we love it. We're here for it. Okay. Where did I leave off? Okay. Ha Oh my gosh. I'm getting so nervous. So anyway, to make ends meet, I dance every Wednesdays and Fridays and get this. My husband has no idea. Bless his heart. We are newlyweds and he is just the sweetest. He knows I have lots of money coming in, but he thinks I bartend. Thankfully, though, he's not a drinker, so it's not like he would just pop into my work by any means. Okay, so it's a Saturday night, and I know I said I only work Wednesdays and Fridays, but one of the girls couldn't dance that night, so she asked me to fill in. So people can pay extra if they want, like, a private room. So this one guy and a couple of his friends paid for an hour in one of our private rooms. My boss is pretty cool, so I can pretty well choose my outfits and how I want to portray myself. So oftentimes when I'm in a room with a party, I like to wear one of those masquerade masks. It just makes me feel like I'm more hidden that way. I'm not super proud of what I do, so it's a way to feel more secure. Girl, it is all love for me. Like, sometimes we just do what we gotta do, okay? Like, don't even worry. No judgment here. Okay, so this particular room... That I'm in, it was me and another girl dancing. I was giving this man a lap dance with my back to him, and he was sucking on my neck, all of that shit. And it's pretty dim in there, so unless I'm right up in someone's face, I'm not going to necessarily know exactly what they look like, especially with my mask on. What happens next literally makes my soul leave my body. The man I'm giving a lap dance to starts talking really dirty in my ear. It's my father-in-law. Like, I still don't see his face, but there is no mistaking that voice. Like, this man walked me down the aisle because my father passed away. So it's like, wow, if he recognizes me, it's freaking game over. But then I think, wait, this motherfucker is married. If his wife had any idea, I think she would be crushed. I wanted to get out of there so bad, but I was booked for an hour. So then I kind of cut things off and pulled the other girl over, which he didn't really notice too much because he was drinking. So then I'm giving another guy in their party a lap dance, and I truly thought I had died and gone to hell. About 2 minutes into it, I realized that it's my husband's uncle. I <laughs> Oh my god, sorry. I'm like dying. This is crazy. I felt like I was at a fucking family reunion and those are unpleasant under the best of circumstances. At this point, I probably have 30 minutes left and I'm just fantasizing about getting the hell out of there. Then his uncle, we will call him Uncle Jim, who looks very similar to Tom Selleck. Okay, Tom Selleck, mm, I'm I'm down for Tom Selleck. If Tom Selleck weighed 90 pounds and smelt like a nursing home. (laughs) And a hint of Old Spice. Well, then this skinny shithole pulls my mask off and starts kissing on my cheeks and was trying to kiss my lips. But then his eyes got extremely big because he realized it was me. See, we are both now freaking out. Because I don't want anyone to tell my husband and they don't want anyone telling their wives. So it's like we had this mutual understanding that neither one of us were going to say anything. All of our communication at that point was completely nonverbal. Since that time, no one has ever said anything or found out anything. Well, besides me telling my husband, and he was actually really supportive. A little upset that I didn't tell him from the beginning, but he supports me, which is super nice. I'm still debating, though, if I should tell him about his dad. I mean, I don't know what it would do, but yeah. Anyway, thank you for letting me get this off my chest. What do you do? I'm an accountant. Where do you work? At a place where accountants work. (laughs) That's a freaking good song. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, so I read the part where you were like, um, let's see. Well, besides telling my husband and he was actually really supportive and I was like, that's bold. Like you told your husband about the lap dances and everything. But as I read on, you just told him about where you worked, but that makes me super happy that he was supportive of you. And now like, you don't, You don't have to feel like you're like hiding something or doing something. So snaps for hubby for being supportive. You know, we just got to do what we got to do. Um, and as far as telling him about his dad, um, like I, I just, I don't know if he would want to know that his wife gave his dad a lap dance. Like I just, uh, I don't know what good could come from that. But I mean, if you felt like you wanted to say something and just be like, hey, I saw your dad here, da-da-da-da-da, like, I don't know, it's all about what you feel is right because it's, you're in the situation, you know all parties, you know what is going to be best. So yeah, thank you for sharing this wild story with us. We love you, keep slaying the game, you do you, and you have a fan- fantastic Wednesday hi there oh good lord I hope this is the right email and I didn't goof anything up when I was typing it in I'm not even sure how to write this but just know that I need to get it off my chest and what a better way than to just tell you and then you can tell the whole world (laughs) that's what I'm here for baby let's go Okay, here we go. So when I was 16, I started dating this boy that was 20. Let's call him Jason. (sighs) I mean, I don't want to divide the crowd or anything, but every Jason that I've ever met mm, can literally rot in hell. Like, rot in hell. Sorry, that was just so abrasive. And if you're Jason and you're, like, a good guy, like, then disregard that. But I'm telling you... Jason's not good let's read on let's see if I'm right (laughs) I thought it was so cool that I was dating somebody that was an adult because I was dumb and in junior high Ooh, this is okay so I somehow thought that that made me cool anyways I fell for Jason really fast and really hard but wasn't expecting it to turn out how it did when we started dating the first month was all sunshine and rainbows and balloons Ooh, balloons I like that But then things took a turn into a swamp that smelled like burning shit. We started to fight constantly and I found out that he was married to his baby mama. And he kept it from me when we started dating. It wasn't until he brought home the divorce papers that I found out. Anyways, that's another story for a different time. I kind of want to hear that one too. (laughs) One day when we were doing the dirty, he had asked if he could come inside of me And of course, because I was 16, I told him no. And I mean, at that point, I wasn't even on track to graduate high school, so I couldn't even take care of myself. No way could I take care of a baby. After I told him no, he hit me with the, well, you obviously don't love me, so I'm going to kill myself. Oh my gosh, you guys, like, I knew it. He's a Jason. He is a Jason. Don't, don't name your babies Jason. Don't do it. Okay, where was I? I should have just said okay and walked out on that bitch, but no, I was dumb, so I said oh no 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 no, okay, you can get me pregnant, it's okay. God, I'm so dumb. A few months go by and we fight every day and he accuses me of cheating on him every day and I no longer have friends and so on and so forth, but then I find out that I'm pregnant. It was a really faint positive at first, so I thought there was no way and that it was probably a false positive. Fast forward a few weeks and I take another test and yep, you guessed it. It was two solid pink lines on my pee stick. So I go to my doctor's appointment and it turns out I was three months along. Don't have sex, kids. He was just so excited and was so happy that his seat stuck, but I was freaking out. I had just turned 17 at this point and I had no idea what I was going to do. I was just going into my senior year of high school and I was struggling to play catch-up from never going to class my sophomore and junior year. Jason ended up moving in with me and my dad and the fighting only got worse from there. I have never fought with anyone the way that I would fight with him. He made me crazy. I would cry and scream and I'm usually a very calm person. It takes a lot for me to get to that point and usually when I get mad I still can stay pretty calm and just talk it out but not with this guy we eventually ended up breaking up and he moved out and would sometimes go to my work and park in the parking lot in one of his friend's cars and would sit there until I would leave yep (laughs) this is just like so Jason energy I just can't even handle it okay moving on (laughs) Um, okay, I am now 19, and my daughter is 18 months, and he hasn't once tried to see his kid or anything. He has three kids in total, but he only claims his son from his ex-wife. My daughter is probably a lot better off without him in her life, but I can't help but hate him for not having anything to do with the kid that he helped create, and told me that he wanted so bad when I was 16. I have thought about reaching out to his ex so that my daughter can meet her siblings, and at least have something to do with them. But I'm scared because she probably hates me because I was the mistress, without even knowing it. Should I reach out to her or should I just leave it and not worry about it? I mean, I would definitely reach out to her. The worst that can happen is she could be like, no leave me alone you little bish (laughs) but I mean if I was her in that situation I really don't think I would have any ill feelings towards you I mean first off you were 16 16 you were a baby like can we just talk about that like Jason did not pass the vibe check on that one. Like, I don't even know if 16 year olds can like fully, fully consent to an adult in that situation. And I'm not saying anything to you about you. I freaking love you. I adore you. This is all directed at Jason. He's just, mm. I do not like him and I do not know him. I do not want to know him. If I did know him, I would soon introduce him to my fist. <laughs> but really, like, I don't like him. So I don't know, like you didn't know he was married. It's not like you were maliciously sleeping with him full knowing that he was in a relationship. So I just, I can't imagine that she would hold any grudge towards you. And then as far as your daughter goes, everyone wants to know where they came from, good or bad. And I think it would be amazing and beneficial if your child could meet her siblings. So I say go for it. There is nothing to lose. I wish you the best of luck. I love you so much. Okay, guys, you may want a piece of paper and a pencil for this one because this is a wild ride and I need you to keep up. Okay. Seriously, I don't even know how to start this. Back in 2014, I started hanging out with a girl that I was working with at a local convenience store. I had recently become pregnant with my first son, who I had in December of 2014. Me and this girl, we'll call her Kay, as in Kit Kat bar, became fast friends. We soon became inseparable. Kay was dating a man, and we'll call him Jay. Jay, as in Jaywalk. (laughs) And they had bought a house together. Soon after they bought their house together, Kay started having weird things happen to her, or at least concerning things. One day, she came into work with a black eye and a scrape on her face, claiming she had walked into the door in the middle of the night when she went to open it. She gave us no reason not to believe her. Then a few weeks later, she fell off of her bed and hit her face on the nightstand in the same spot. Again, there was no cause for concern. Speed up to May of 2015, I was graduating from university. The day before my graduation, Kay was attacked in a Walmart parking lot claiming it was a man who snuck into her car and tried to hurt her. She was supposed to be at her college classes at the time when she had the attack, but she claimed that her college classes got canceled. So between the time of the attack, which happened at 8 a.m., and when Kay returned back to our town at 11, and it was a 40-minute drive, she was attacked at Walmart, brought to the hospital, given morphine for the pain, and gave her statement. Then brought to her car and back to town. So she did all of that in 40 minutes, that is impressive. Okay, Kay had a mark on her face in the same spot as the falling off the bed and the running into the door. Things were just getting a little bit fishy. The next day was my actual graduation and my youngest brother's graduation party from high school. Kay came to my university graduation ceremony. We returned home after my graduation to prepare for his graduation party When her back window to her car was shattered. Of course she's freaking out because she believed that it had to do with the attack from the previous day. The day goes on and nothing else happens. Jay is starting to see signs of something going on too. Kay randomly stopped having sex with him at this point. Remember May of 2015. Kay convinces her dad to buy her a new vehicle. Upgrading her 2012 Equinox to a 2014 Traverse fully loaded. She's too scared to drive the old vehicle. Things slowly start showing. She continues to get marks on her face from bumping into cabinets and falling to the ground. We just kept chucking it up to her being like a newborn giraffe. July 2015, Kay's even more distant, leaving randomly. But she was so busy with classes that I didn't think anything of it. We all celebrated the 4th of July together. Nothing super out of the ordinary. July 7th, shit hits the fan. Kay's at work, and I'm stopping to say hi and head up to a sister convenience store about 10 miles up. She looked panicked or worried. We're talking in the parking lot, and one thing led to another, and she says, I cheated on Jay, and it was a one-time thing. Never again is it going to happen. I literally froze. I was like, with who? And she said, a local restaurant owner. Let's call him C. C as in cat. (laughs) Who is one of my good friends? I was shocked. I thought C knew she was dating Jay. I start yelling at her because Jay is an amazing person. She then says, You don't understand. You don't understand. I scream, and we are still in the parking lot of this convenience store, keep in mind. I was like, What the fuck? I don't understand. That you cheated on your boyfriend? Two people we know jump between us, and she yells, I have stomach cancer. I was shattered how didn't I know how did I not know that she was driving two hours away for appointments Kay said that the sex was one thing never again her mind just wasn't in the right place because of the stomach cancer I leave and try to go back to work but end up leaving early to go back and talk to her Kay leaves work and we go to park and talk Kay says that she hadn't told her family yet but that she was driving down to go tell her sister that she had cancer Her sister lives 40 minutes away in the same town where she got attacked. So she heads down there for the evening to hang out with her sister. Jay calls me and my younger brother at 11 p.m. asking if Kay is with us. I said, nope. She went down to see her sister for the evening. Jay then says, are you sure? I see her car parked over by Joey's, who was a mutual friend of ours. And that was about five blocks from me. But I had a little baby at home and I couldn't go look. By this point, I'm really confused. So my younger brother goes to the place where her car is and he sees that it's Kay's car. This happens to be in front of the restaurant owner's house. So that is C. Restaurant owner is C. As in kitty cat. Okay. Jay calls Kay and leaves messages. I finally get a hold of Kay and she says she's not in town, but she is driving back now. She gets back to town soon after, confused, and kept saying that it wasn't her car. That she was 40 minutes away visiting her sister. The next weekend is July 11th, and I knew something wasn't right. She was distant and wasn't answering any of my messages, and kept claiming Jay was following her and stalking her. I happened to walk down to the bar that evening and past the restaurant owner's apartment to see if Kay's car was there. What the fuck? I thought it was a one time thing. Why is she there again? I couldn't get the nerve to go up to the door, so I left her a text saying, I know that you're with C and that you have been. I'm deleting you off Facebook and Snapchat. I need you to take the time with your cancer diagnosis and to figure out if you're with J or C. She then tells everyone that I stopped being her friend because she had cancer. I had people beating on my door asking me what the fuck was going on. Someone even posted on Facebook that I was a shit friend for not sticking around when things got tough. But at this point, I was putting pieces together of small things that happened in the last few months that weren't making any sense, including all of the face beatings and not wanting to have sex with her boyfriend and randomly disappearing. So let's get back to Jay. He has no idea what's going on, not even the cancer. He just thinks she's being distant because of the attacks that happened in earlier May. So I go to a mutual friend's house on July 13th and tell him everything that's happening. He was one of the people who tried to split us up at the convenience store that day. He lives across the street from Jay and Kay. We had both said if we saw Jay at any point that we needed to tell him exactly what we knew and what was going on. We walk out the door and 30 seconds later, Jay is sitting out in his truck. Me and this friend look at each other in shock. We then tell him everything. He was in shock. He had no idea that she had this cancer diagnosis and that she cheated on him. Nothing. No clue. He says that she's been even more distant than she had been and asked if her parents knew what was going on. I told him that they didn't know even about the cancer and that she wanted to wait to tell them. He calls her parents and says that we need to meet up and talk about what's going on. The parents say that we could meet on Thursday that week, July 16th. Jay and I meet up to go to her parents and tell them everything. Her mom is a mess, thinking that she's a terrible mom for not knowing that her child has cancer. Her dad literally said, No. I know she doesn't have cancer, but if you can get me C's address, that would be great. Her dad had no emotion to it at all, nothing. But her mom was a mess. Kay's parents call her the next morning and meet up. They tell her everything we told them, and she goes batshit crazy. She messaged me that I was a piece of shit for telling her parents that she had cancer. She said that I should have left that for her to tell them. I then had the craziest motherfucker at my door, screeching tires, telling me that I was a worthless bitch. This lady is the town's crazy. She's built like a brick house and will run you over if she gets the chance in her big truck. Kay's parents told me to leave it alone and they would figure it all out. They also told me that Kay said that the stories I told them weren't true. I went into hiding for months after this as she was telling people all kinds of shit about me and that she actually did have cancer. She tried so hard to ruin mine, my son's, and my husband's life. October 2015, my brother gets a message from C, remember the restaurant owner, yep him. It said, if you want to know the truth, message me. We met up at the business after hours and talked for hours comparing stories and information. She had been dating him since May of 2015. K told C that her and J were no longer together. K was asking C to choke her out while having sex, slam her against things, cut her, hit her, etc. He said it got to the point that he had to tell her no and to get out. During this time, she had been faking seizures and would slam her face on the bathroom sink in the same place. C said he believes that she was breaking her razors on purpose by stepping on them. Every day she shaved, she would step on the razor and break it by accident. He said he'd never seen a girl go through so many razors. That's what we believe she was using to cut her face. C had no idea she even had cancer until the fight between me and her. Thinking back to these times, it was fucking scary, the person that she had become. She always claimed that people in town would sexually assault her, cops slapping her ass, local creep local creep, sorry, grabbing her boobs, etc. Me and a bunch of our mutual friends met up a year after all of this happened and spoke of the whole situation. hindsight is twenty twenty. They too had done their research. The cops were never called to that Walmart on the day that she was attacked. There wasn't even a report with her name involved in that town. They even went as far as looking at other towns that had Walmarts. Nothing. As far as where she is now, I have her blocked on Facebook, but she is still on Instagram. Um, why do I kind of want her Instagram handle so I can creep? (laughs) She lives 30 minutes north of me. She's been on a spree of dating cops and is currently with another cop and has a little girl that I seriously pray and hope she doesn't hurt. I am currently a foster parent, and I hope that I never get the call for her daughter. We live in a rural area in Iowa. Everyone knows everyone. Wow, I hope everyone had a pencil and paper and were writing that down, because that was a wild ride. So moral of the story is she didn't have cancer, and if you don't have cancer, maybe you shouldn't tell people that you have cancer. But, I mean clearly 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 she is unhinged and I pray and hope that she will get the help that she needs unfortunately it seems like she's gonna have to actually like hit rock bottom smack down face first so I don't know I hope that she gets the help that she needs because she clearly needs it and I truly my soul just goes out to her you so much for joining me today. You can follow me over on Instagram at crotch muffin Secrets, and of course, subscribe to my podcast to get your daily dose of tea. It's always piping out over here. If you have a secret you need to get off your chest, you can email me at crotchmuffinsecrets at gmail.com. Again, that's crotchmuffinsecrets with an s at gmail.com. Thank you guys! This has been Top of the Muffin Tia. I will see you next time.